0: Uh, right, we are down at East Hanging Field Great Bursted Cricket Club on a lovely summer's day. Uh, and with me are the new CEO and the incumbent president of the Lord's Taverners. I've got Mark Curtin and Mr David Gower. Gentlemen, uh, what a day to be playing cricket and be outdoors again.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks very much, Darren. Yeah, it's brilliant. Lovely here. Really grateful to Barry Hearn and everybody at Matchroom for putting today on um, and allowing us not only to have a great day and some good fun, but raise some money for the charity as well. Now, Barry Hearn, who's hosting us, um, is a long-term Taverner. Yeah, Barry was telling me earlier, actually, he's been a Taverner for a long, long time. Played quite a lot of cricket for the Taverners back in the day. Um, plays a lot less cricket these days, I'm told, um, but still enjoys the game. Um, and thankfully, able to put on a, a really great event for us today. That
2: almost sounded like me. Used to play a bit of cricket a long time ago. Play zero cricket now. Well, I've mm. seen you put the pads on well, in recent times. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that. You'll have to have to try. I'll have to do a Men in Black. Expunge the memory of that one. <laughs> um, but being around it is lovely. I mean, that's that's the great thing. Being around it is still very very lovely. Um, I mean, it's interesting you? you're trying to find Essex nowadays it is, it is still here um, it's kind of hidden away but um, to see yeah to see the game being enjoyed is always the key I, mean, I was, I've been doing other things recently as well sort of the village cup you know, I popped up to actually not far from here just, to, just south of Cambridge the other day and you see the enthusiasm of village teams you see the enthusiasm of these sixes teams here today who cover of quite a quite a range of societies to be honest some of them shouldn't be here really some should be locked <laughs> up yeah, but it is that, just that enthusiasm, just that sharing of the game and the element
0: of competition that we love to watch. We're not too far from Chelmsford here. Have you mm. got fond memories of, uh, of your playing days at Essex? Um, the fact that I can't think of one straight away <laughs> could be a clue. Um,
2: we always used to, actually, in all seriousness, used to love coming to Chelmsford um, when I was at Leicestershire because Leicestershire was a very poor county. Essex a relatively rich one. Every time we came to Chelmsford, there were tents all round the ground, sponsors eager to give you a drink and some food at the end of the day. And for a, an impecunious county like Leicestershire, and you're on about £2.50 meal money per night, I noticed and observed my senior players all wandering towards the tents very quickly at the end of the day on the, on the chance of free food. Um, <laughs> but the hospitality was always great at Chelmsford. To the extent that, little story, I once... I was, Gucci loves this one. They came to Grace Road one year where we had zero tents. You have a little bit of hospitality, but zero tents. And I pitched up with my one man, maybe one and a half man, child's tent from childhood. And I put it up on the edge of the field, by the boundary rope at Grace Road, and invited the Essex team to come and join us for drinks afterwards. But I said, would you mind coming one at a time?
0: (laughs) Brilliant. But on a serious note, Mark, um, this is... uh, first time we've really been properly out since lockdown and um, lockdown for, for a charity like the Lord's Taverners must have been some pretty dark moments but um, you're through the woods it's kind of like a reset button a relaunch of the charity um, what does uh, what are your plans now that we're up and running again?
1: Yeah it, it has been really tough not, not least for our participants you know there's a lot of young people who participate on Lord's Taverners programmes particularly Super Ones which is our disability cricket programme who themselves were vulnerable had a lot of medical uh, conditions that that meant that they that they were vulnerable and needed to isolate. So it's been great, first and foremost, this year to see so many young people back out playing cricket making friends, rebuilding a lot of that lost confidence um, as a result of what happened over the last couple of years so, so that is the most important thing for us and then secondly as a charity like any organisation we've got to raise money we've got to make sure that our members and all those people that support and help the charity like all these people that are here today are able to do that in a way that's fun, that they can play cricket that they can socialise, that they get to meet their cricket and heroes like David or Mike Gatting or many of the other great uh, players and, and, and celebrities that are involved with us so this year um, first and foremost this summer we've got lots of fantastic events on both here we've got an event next week at Arundel uh, Castle Um, we're at Wormsley this summer as well and just a couple of weeks ago we had a fantastic event up in Cheshire at Chumley Castle where we had 600 people watching a cricket match having lunch etc Going forward, um, our focus is very simple actually, is really, really much more focused than we have been probably in our history on cricket programmes, coaches in communities, working with kids from disadvantaged communities and or those with physical and learning disabilities. And our, and our new mission statement as part of our new strategy we just put together is empower young people to overcome inequality through cricket. And that's really what we're going to be about for now and for many, many years to come.
0: That's fantastic. Um, And and David, one of the most inspired events just before lockdown, I think it was the last cricketing (laughs) event of any kind before lockdown, was taking table cricket to Table (laughs) Mountain, which looked, I couldn't get down there myself, but Mm. that looked a fantastic trip. And... uh, uh, and, a, and a great photograph of, uh, of table cricket being played in front of the famous mountain. Well, whoever thought thought about that deserves a medal. <laughs>
2: um, on several grounds, um, um, way well, sure he, I a allowed you. us to go to Cape Town, play a couple of games, um, and highlight the uh, the table cricket. But the and, and to sort of, and to try and give them a real fillip actually in South Africa to extend their programs down there with the Lord's Taverners in South Africa. But the the whole synergy of table cricket on Table Mountain is so obvious uh, we should do it every week um, <laughs> but the point actually but the more serious point about that is that you know, as Mark has said all these programmes are working really well I mean I was in Norfolk at the taverns for a dinner a few months ago now and one of the headmistresses of one of the schools that they support in Norfolk could not be more effusive about the great things that table cricket was doing for her severely handicapped children at her school and they got through the next round they got to the finals the, is it the Clare School I'm trying to remember the name yeah. of the Clare School and they didn't win, but she said the absolute difference that one programme makes to these severely disadvantaged children is brilliant. So just you know, sitting next to her humbly through dinner um, was a very, very interesting and worthwhile experience. So that's, that's where you see and hear about the value of these programmes, as well as the, you know, the ability to have a bit of fun with the, game, with the games like today, the other games that Mark's talked about, um, yeah, some great venues coming up. So you get the, the synergy between, if I can put it this way, so the able-bodied cricket helping the more disadvantaged, disabled cricket, which is such an important link. Um, and just if you talk about, even at senior level, if you talk about, for instance, um, you know, mental health issues in sport nowadays. they're much more open, even at the highest level. And if you then reverse that and go back and start with mental health, and then you see how cricket can benefit you,
1: it's an extraordinary thing to
2: be well aware of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We hear so many stories now from both the young people themselves, and also from their families, their uh, teachers, the health workers that, that work with them um, about the outcomes. It's I always I always talk to my own team about the answer to the so what question. Okay, cricket is how we engage young people, but so what? What's the difference that it makes? And and David's right. You know, that we hear from teachers, we hear from from lots of people that work, that live and work around these young people that what we hear is they're more confident they've become more resilient um, and we, we talked to an event we had at Lords a couple of weeks ago which was a celebration of our Super Ones program about taking the, the dis out of disability because young people are proving that they are capable they are able but what we've got to do is just just adapt to the environment for them good friend of the charity one of our trustees and the head of disability cricket at, at the ECB Ian Martin quite often tells me this anecdotal story this Ian's a wheelchair user and Ian says I'm not disabled until the council fail to lower the curb and I can't get my wheelchair up there And I think what we've shown and and other organizations you know we've got a fantastic partnership with the ECB that actually if you, if you, cricket's such a great game because just a small a few small adaptions, Young people can Ooh. not only enjoy the game, but they can actually benefit from it in so many other ways. I mean, you know, and you look to elite sportsmen, as David was just talking about. You know, when for these guys to get Were you to saying that
0: David's an elite sportsman
1: was was, oh, was. I was <laughs> talking about. I'm just talking about <laughs> them. <talking about, laughs> but you know, when the, the, the one of the things that I'm sure that any you know. David, Gaut, any of those guys, you know, they're heavily involved in it, others will tell you. To get to where they got to, one of the key characteristics you need is, is, is resilience and determination, as well as teamwork, communication, all those skills, which young people can take those skills that they learn from playing the game into their school life, their family life, the workplace when they're older. So our job as a charity is not only to create that environment and to get lots of people and organisations to be part of our movement, part of our organisation, but then to tell the world and demonstrate the world and give those young people and their families a voice, like that head teacher did when she yeah. spoke to David up in Norfolk, to say, do you know what? This is the difference. This is the so what question, the answer to the so what question.
0: Yeah, That's right. And it is an inspiring game. I mean, David is a boyhood hero of mine, and, and and there's a direct. Um, and I'm not saying this because he's here, because I've said it to a lot of people. His innings at uh, Edgbaston in 1979 against India prompted me to honestly to get off my backside and um, and go and join the Creek Club. Uh, we're joined now by um, our host for the day, Mr. Barry Hearn. Um, what a day! Conditions and uh, lots of happy people around. It's. Uh, well, it's the essence it's of the life, money, isn't, it? isn't it? And
3: the essence of cricket. If you can't enjoy a game of cricket, then really you have to look at yourself and ask questions about why God put you on this earth to start with. When you are surrounded by excellence, it's only natural that you should admire excellence, appreciate your own shortcomings and live like a proper man. That's right. And um, you've been at Taverner for quite a long time as well. A charity, five years, I yeah. think now, yeah. And i played with some wonderful people and lasting memories. Not not with any great ability myself. Although I have to say, and this is terrible plugging my own book in, on your thing, there is one of my great moments playing at Arundel for the Taverners, where I took a catch on the long on boundary, which was legendary. It was a fluke, of course. But I ran 40 or 50 yards. some South African. He was play for Somerset. He hit it up to the moon. Barry Norman was the bowler. for oh, right. Film because Oh, critique. good old Barry, oh, yeah. yeah. Thought he could bowl leg breaks was appalling. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy hit it up to the moon, and I ran for it. And I thought, being the flash bastard that I am, a big crowd. I think I can get this. And I die full length and it bloody well stuck. And I <laughs> came down like a Nambuster bomb. But I held on to so the he ball. kept rolling. kept bringing. 25 years mm. later, I'm flying to Hong Kong first class on Cathay Pacific. And the pilot turns his little wandering around in first class. He said... You'll bury her, are you? I said, yes. He said, you took the finest catch I've ever seen. I said, Arundel, he went, absolutely. And that, to me, is the mark of cricket things that we don't forget. Yeah. And memories that we create. Rachel Hayhoe Flint called me out on the boundary in the collection bucket <laughs> as, she, as she was collecting money for the taverns. And it was great because I, I thought, oh, box, I'm out and the umpire gave me five runs extra for using (laughs) (laughs) it i must check with the mcc on the laws
0: about collection (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: buckets i think retrospectively we'll have to give you out i think
1: it's known as the Hearn Law.
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's a fantastic day and we we urge everyone that's listening to first of all become a taverner go Mm. to lordstaveners.org and while you're there become a a member and look on the events page and see all the other wonderful stuff that's coming up over this summer and over the winter. I think the Christmas lunch has been uh, penciled in yeah, already. Yeah, Christmas
1: it? lunch is December the 5th. We've got a new venue this year because we can't use the Grosvenor this year. So we're, we've got a new venue in West, uh, Westminster Park Plaza. Uh, we've also got whisperings of a, of a trip to Corfu sometime in the spring, early April as well, <laughs> getting the Taverners ah. uh, members back out abroad as well. So yeah, lots thick, lots going on all through the winter, as well as the great events we've got at Wormsley and Arundel, um, in addition to what Barry's put on for us here today. So yeah please come and have a look come and join and get involved gentlemen many thanks pleasure
0: thanks for listening to 98 Not Out the cricket podcast please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed and if you enjoy the show we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcast to help us introduce the show to even more people thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode